Hi, I'm Doug Brown, host of the Riverbend Reach, a weekly podcast that highlights organizations and individuals in the Riverbend area. This week's podcast features Cody Stevenson, the third generation of the Stevenson family who runs the Buick GMC Cadillac dealership in Jerseyville and Alton. They were the January 2016 Riverbend Growth Association Business of the Month and also in 2016 selected as the best of the best as a new car dealership by Telegraph subscribers. But first, a little history about the wheel in automobiles. We always hear, who invented the wheel? Well, they say the Sumerians, who lived in what we call Iraq today, invented the wheel about 3,500 years B.C. It was first used in the form of a heavy potter's wheel that spun spun horizontally to make pottery. Later, of course, we see the wheel and chariots for the Egyptians and Romans. And then land transportation progressed, of course, from the horse and buggy to Ford's assembly line of the Model T to today's electric and self-driving cars, and who knows what lies rest, uh, who knows what lies next. But Cody, um, you're the third generation in the car business. What is the history behind your family getting into the automobile sales business? Well, appreciate you having me on, and um, yeah, we've been in the business now for coming up on 60 years, so we're on 59 years, and my grandfather started it here in the Alton area, and we've continued being in Alton the whole time, other than our expansion that uh, we did into Jerseyville, but um, so 59 years ago, my grandfather started in, he had uh, two other partners, and then shortly after, uh, I think it was about two years after, then he bought them out, and ever since then, it's just been him uh, with the Pontiac line, and then uh, my father and his brother came into the business, and then in 2009, uh, Pontiac was discontinued as a uh, you know a brand for the General Motors um company so then we luckily years prior we had uh bought out the buick uh, dealership that was on broadway here in alton and then we'd also bought out the uh cadillac and gmc dealer that was here so we still had three other brands that uh, are going strong for general motors so we're obviously extremely excited that we had those to uh to keep us going so sure. that's that's where we are now. Now my brother is in the business also. So um, it is you know my father, his brother, and my brother and I. So four of us here. Wow, um, that's quite a history. And it sounds like it was just maybe shortly after World War II that they opened the dealership. Uh, I imagine you've heard some stories and tales of what, what any particular stories stand out of, of what it was like in automobiles back there in the what was it 1950s or so. Yeah, it um, obviously was very different. I I really think, you know, my grandfather would always talk about how, you know, inexpensive the cars were back then. And, you know, he would talk about how guys could trade in their cars and get new cars. And, you know, it only cost them about 100 maybe $200 to, to upgrade wow. to the new model. And <laughs> so he was, you know, always astounded by the numbers that we would come up with nowadays. And, um you know, whenever we bought the Cadillac line, that was really what took it to the next level. We, you know, all of a sudden went from with Pontiac. We barely had a car that ticked over thirty thousand. We thought that was a big deal, and then once we got 
the Cadillac line, the uh, one of the first cars we got on the lot was a Cadillac Escalade that cost about sixty five thousand back when sure. when we first got it, and man, he he was just astounded. <laughs> I have no imagine. I so yeah, for him, he his, his words were, "What's that?" I think maybe back then $150 was a considerable amount too, but it's certainly just who wouldn't like to turn in a car for $150 and get a new car today. My gosh. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's definitely changed. And now we even have uh, cars each year we're selling that are a little bit over a hundred thousand dollars in the Cadillac line. So it just keeps climbing up. Oh, fantastic. Well, what do you see like today with robots and automation um, are all cars pretty much the same, or is it just branding that separates them, or is there definite, distinct uh, differences? Well, I mean, you know, I've always been excited about being in the automotive industry because they're on the edge of technology, and I find, mm-hmm. you know, the growth of technology to uh, to be exciting. And, I mean, really, our automobiles have always been on the cutting edge, everybody pushing the you know, the technology that we have to be the best. And it, it still is that way. And there's still, um, you know, automotive uh, companies that, you know, they find a niche where they jumped ahead a little bit of the other guys. And they, it seems like somehow they all figure out the same technology about the same year. But every once in a while there will be a guy that, you know, somehow they get there a little bit faster than the next company, and that gives them that that edge over everyone else. I think with the internet and everybody being so tech savvy anymore, we we like seeing all the buttons and the frills and yeah. you know conveniences that technology can bring to us, even the automotive industry. So um, I do think that they are different, but you know, one great thing is that they are all extremely safe vehicles, safety wise. You know, mm-hmm. I think the government ensures that safety-wise we all are at the very edge of technology and make sure we have everything that we can, um, you know, provide to the customer safety-wise. So mm-hmm. that's a great part. But, yeah, I think the fun things like, you know, Cadillac, one of the things that they have that nobody else has is um, they actually have a, I don't know how to describe it, but it's a suspension that can actually adjust itself uh, 1,000 times per second. It's not on all of our Cadillacs, but on the higher-end ones, uh, they have it, and it is the fastest suspension in the world right now. And we actually wow. kind of dominate that. Nobody else has had it. We've had that technology for about seven years, and nobody else, I'm going to guess copyrights must, um, key or patents, I guess, would are keeping everybody else from having it. So we have Ferrari buys that technology from us for their suspension, and wow. um, so does Rolls-Royce. And so as of right now, we we own the the suspension technology, so that is one thing that we have that's, you know, significant, that you can hop in yeah. one of our vehicles and experience something totally different from what you would in any other vehicle. So w- who would have thought, you know, if you want a really high-performance car, you go to that Cadillac, not the Ferrari. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah that's that crazy. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Um, images change. Uh, any thoughts uh, you want to share with us maybe about the future of self-driving cars? Uh, what do you see happening there before we go? Well, I mean, I definitely think it's interesting. I think that everybody's dreamed of that happening here in the U.S. for a long time. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think we'd see all the the uh, movies, you know, of all the flying cars and cars driving around with the whole family in it and nobody's driving. Yeah. So I'd I think everybody's been pushing for that for a lot of decades, but it's yeah, definitely here now. I mean, 
I know everybody hears the most about the the Google uh, cars now that can yeah. drive themselves, but Cadillac XTS was actually the first vehicle that could be totally autonomous and was uh, able wow. to drive on our streets without having any uh, drivers present in the vehicle. So we have the technology wow. with our Cadillacs, but as of yeah. now, nobody has pushed it to where I think it's more of a safety issue with the government, sure. whether they want you know computers to be able to drive around by themselves and be able to decipher between a ball rolling out in the road and, you know, will it know that a kid may be coming after it or, right. you know, something like that. I think that's really where it all comes in and nobody really knows what to do. Yeah. But um, I, I think it's coming, too. and I think that it will get smart enough to where we're going to have that. I think someday we'll all be sitting in the back seat while the car drives us there. Yeah, what do they say? Dream it and it'll happen. You know, we had Dick Tracy. That's did. right. Uh, you know, wristwatch talking, and we've got that now. And, you know, you talk about old old uh, technology. I mean, we had the movie Chitty Chitty Bang Bang flying through the sky. Who knows? Maybe at some point, you know, we'll be there. Um, well, yep. <laughs> Cody, thank, thank you for sharing your time with us this morning. Any closing thoughts before uh, we wrap this up? I really appreciate you sharing your time with our listenership today. Uh, well, I mean, the only closing thought is, of course, we'd love to have anybody's business here in the area, and um, we've been here for almost 60 years, so we, um, yeah. you know, we really pride ourselves on our reputation and would love to earn anyone's business that's in the area looking for, whether it be service or to buy a new vehicle or, you know, any kind of body shop work. If you're ever in any kind of accidents or have dings or scratches, we can take care of all of it. So please stop by if anybody needs anything. Thank you, Cody. This has been uh, Cody Stevenson with Buick GMC Cadillac in Alton. And this has been the Riverbend Reach, supported by the Riverbend Toastmasters Club, a, speaking, a public speaking and leadership club that meets twice monthly at Lewis and Clark College. And this is your host and president of the Riverbend Toastmasters Club, Doug Brown, and sales rep for the Riverbend and St. Charles area for Tech Collect, that's T-E-K Collect, a cash flow management service. Thank you for listening in this week, and we look forward to sharing with you a new organization or individual next week. If you know of someone or an organization who would like to be featured, or if you would like to be a guest, you can reach me on Facebook at Riverbend Toastmasters Club, where confidence in public speaking is found in everyone. Thank you again for listening in. This has been Episode 2 of the Riverbend Reach. <laughs>